The Cups and Cakes Network presents Inside the Artist Studio. The interview you're about to hear was originally recorded June 22nd, 2018. To find out more about Cups and Cakes, visit them at cupsandcakespod.com. That's cups, the letter N, cakespod.com. What you're about to hear may contain filthy language and adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Hey everybody, welcome to Inside the Other Studio. I'm your host, Jeff McCallum. Today I have a pre-recorded episode of an interview I did with Expandafuzz at this year's Sled Island Festival. And uh, while I got your ears about festivals, I think I should mention that we have a great Alberta festival coming up in Edmonton, October 5th to the 7th. It's called Up Downtown Festival. A lot of the lineup has now been announced and uh, there's some heavy hitters this year, including Tanya Tagak, Auntie Ballas, Lee Scratch Perry, Soons, Brant Bjork, Earthless, Destroyer, Jonathan Richmond, uh, Junior Gone Wild. Like this is this is gonna be an incredible three days of music. Who else? We got Tao of Tao and the Get Down Stay Down. You're gonna wanna get your tickets. You're gonna wanna make the trip up to Edmonton if you're down in Calgary. It is a wonderful festival. Uh, where can you get tickets? Updowntown.ca. That's up dt.ca get them now make sure you secure your chance to see some of these incredible acts all right now that that's done let's get to the interview with expand fuzz chris and lila and uh i just want to warn you that the sound isn't perfect because it was done outside in calgary and you know i, I did my best but uh, you'll have to forgive me if the sound isn't up to its regular expectations uh, anyways, without further ado, my interview with Expandafuzz. Enjoy. Taking some time away from their Sled Island experience to join me on Inside the Artist Studio is Chris and Lila from Expandafuzz. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hello. So this is your second straight Sled Island experience, correct? Yes, yes it is. We played last year uh, at the Palomino and the Ship and Anchor, I believe. Yeah, two great shows last year. It was a lot of fun. So what is it about this festival that brought you back for a second straight year? Well, A, it's one of our favorite festivals. Yeah. And uh, B, we've, over the years, we've made a lot of friends here in uh, Calgary, but also Edmonton as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <Near Australia. laughs> and, uh, and uh, you know, there's a lot of, yeah, like we have a lot of artist friends out here. So it's it's almost like a little vacation and a visit at the same time. Yeah. So, and then, of course, there's the Save by Radio slash Save by Vinyl connection that I've put music out on in the past and there's a plan to put out the first Expandifuzz LP on uh, Saved by Vinyl cool. in a couple of months. Uh, so, Since you brought it up, let's talk about that connection. Mm-hmm. What is it? What is the connection? Um, I met Don many years ago when I was out here playing uh, some solo shows with Jim Bryson, a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had old friends in common out here from when we played out here in the 90s. 
and I had sort of lost touch because I hadn't been out here in a long time and I came out with Jim and uh, a bunch of those older friends like Laurie Matheson and um, Shiler Jansen who's originally from Edmonton mm-hmm. they all came out to the show and Don was there as well and I met Don and, and I, I guess I'm not really sure how we got I think it was the camp radio thing that she put out first maybe or one of my solo records I forget but she was putting out a lot of records in those days and yeah we just sort of made fast friends and uh, she's been very extremely supportive over the years it's been amazing so right on yeah so that's sort of the connection I guess cool and I was I guess Don's visited us a few times too to come out to Ottawa Explosion weekend and other things so nice it's like she says she says that Ottawa and Calgary are like sister cities oh really you know, yeah I've always wanted to yeah. go to Ottawa I've never been. oh you haven't been I haven't been oh no. you gotta come out yeah I highly recommend Ottawa Explosion weekend yeah. it just happened last weekend okay but it's it's amazing it's a tiny little festival like uh, it's much smaller than Sled okay but uh, they really focus on a lot of local and underground bands like we have a bunch of american bands that come up yeah and it's uh these little venues around town like never more than a couple hundred people at a time nice. but you discover the most incredible amazing bands it's really fun That's so you should, you should plan to come out next yeah. year yeah, yeah, yeah i will i'll start saving yeah yeah do it you gotta come <laughs> out i think you'd love it so what's the history behind expand fuzz how did you guys meet and decide to start a band uh well chris and i have known each other for almost 20 years and uh, Chris has been playing music that whole time. I used to play music when I was a lot younger. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess a few years back, um, I don't know, we just thought it'd be fun. You know, we'd gone to a few music festivals and found that the sound was sort of becoming pretty much all the same type of sound. And we thought it'd be fun to try something different. Like Chris has gone down the folk route and the pop route. And my roots are more sort of... Uh, hardcore punk but also I like goth and I like uh, you know Jesus and Mary Chain and sort of darker sort of sound of music so we thought it'd be interesting to see what we could come up with if we combine those two together yeah yeah, we wanted to try slowing stuff down and uh, Lila was really a big part of that because I I tend to write on the poppy side of things and and, uh, tend to write at higher tempos so it was sort of an exercise exp- Expandifuzz is an exercise in trying to slow things down as much as possible mm-hmm. and see what the songs become that way and so it's been really fun because I, I would demo some stuff and bring it to Lila and she'd be, she'd be like slow it down let's try slowing it way down and see what we can get away with yeah yeah, and that's where it started I think doing. and I like a dirtier grungier sound as well um, yeah. like I like feedback and I like distorted guitars and I like just letting the, those soundscapes create themselves and so that's kind of fun too to, to you know it, our shows are never the same they're, they're always different because you never know <laughs> what the equipment's going to do that day yeah. but um, yeah so that's kind of fun too and it does make it exciting and I think our new album is a lot more reflective of that like of this like Lila did a lot of guitar parts like layering the soundscapes and yeah. it's uh, it's pretty fun Okay, so, so you brought it up twice now. You've got a full length coming out. What What are the details? Do we know when? Uh, we don't. It's going to be early September. Cool. We just haven't picked a date yet. Okay. And we we know when we're going to do the launch. It'll be late October in Ottawa, like our release party mm-hmm. with our friends at Ottawa Showbox. Um, but and it's it'll be on Save by Vinyl, and some of the songs. We've we've released before. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know, it's 10 songs, I think. I forget. Yeah, I think we've got about 10 songs ten. on there. We had more, but yeah. thought. Yeah, we decided on 10. And the thing is, it's been done for a while. We finished it last winter. Okay. Um, but we we wanted we actually were going to get it ready for our auto explosion and sled back to back because we knew we were playing. But I think we were just sort of we didn't want to rush the end of it. You know how that happens sometimes. I've been burned by that in the past where you're rushing to get something. Yeah. So this way we know we've got lots of time to get it ready. So like we'll definitely have it in our hands by September. So. And then awesome. we'll we'll we, we we were talking about it this morning over breakfast like what that rollout plan is going to be but it'll be in the fall so very good very mm. good excited to hear it yeah I'm excited to get it out on vinyl finally too because we've had like Lila does all the artwork okay you nice. should talk about your artwork I guess but anyway for this particular one you've had this artwork for like over a year I'd say yeah since so last sled we got the album title from. A friend who commented on one of our shows last year. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if you want to let slip the um, title, but we'll, we'll keep it a secret for okay. now. Okay, we'll keep it. A secret. But, but that's a good tease. That's a good tease. It's somebody, somebody we know, yeah, who commented on what we sounded like. Yeah, and, uh, and we we're like, oh, that's a good album title. <laughs> so they don't know yet, though. Yeah, that's great. So yeah, but yeah, that's funny. And then, and of course, like Lyle's done all the artwork for all the Expanded Fuzz releases. And there, I don't know if people can go online and check out our Bandcamp, but we try to mix the music with really cool art. Yeah, as well, that right? was like, another thing that we talked about when we first started getting together. I'm more, I have a background in visual arts, um, but I've always been interested in music, and it was a really nice way to mix the two. Okay. Um, nice. I've done artwork for Chris in the past for some of his solo albums, and. Um, and camp radio as well so um yeah it just sort of seemed like a natural progression like chris will work on the initial melodies and i'll add to that and i'll work on the drawings and chris will give me his feedback on that so it's a really nice give and take mm-hmm. yeah it's fun fun partnership for sure like for example we did this thing at halloween i love that that halloween thing you did last year for Halloween ice cream that cover is oh, so yeah, like, yeah. it's so good it is really good yeah. <laughs> so like I want to do more with that like do some we have to do some merch with that because it's the, the image is like oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. that's fun <laughs> yeah that one's really good too so yeah. I, I guess that kind of leads me to my next question because those are all singles and you guys have kind of just been dropping singles after singles and finally I guess a full length but Mm-hmm. Have you found it beneficial to kind of go back to the old way of just dropping singles as opposed to dropping, trying to drop an album every two years or so, something like that? Has it kept interest up just by, you know, every six months there's a new song for you, a new song for you? I think that's it exactly. Today, mm-hmm. people, there's so much out there for people to uh, explore and learn about. There's so many, you know, with the internet and Bandcamp and SoundCloud and you know spotify etc there's just such an overkill of music out there i mean you know maybe i'm aging ourselves but when we were younger you know we found out about new music from from zines or from friends etc so i think in this day and age to keep people um interested i mean we also live in a society that gets not i wouldn't say bored but they get distracted easily and so if you don't keep that person's attention they you can sort of drop off their radar unintentionally so i think by dropping the the single sort of sort of leading up to the album it, it keeps people interested it keeps them engaged yeah. um so i think that's how we're approaching it 
cool. Yeah. You also, back in the day, and I'll age myself as well, you learned about bands when a buddy passed you a mixtape. That That's right. Different uh, bands on it. And you guys mm-hmm. were just part of my compilation cassette. First yeah. of all, thank you so much for, for mm-hmm. donating a song to it. It was an incredible song, too. Um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> it's such a beautiful package too. We finally saw them yesterday yeah, in impressive. the in the actual physical format, and they're yeah, they're amazing. Thank they're you. so nice. Yeah. So anyone out there listening, you go see Expandifuzz, pick up one of these comp tapes. Um, I'm going to get onto uh, Sled Island again. I'm really curious to know first off who you've seen so far that you really enjoyed, and who you're looking forward to seeing in the next two days. Well, yesterday we went to see Bog Bodies, which we saw for the first time last year. And uh, I don't know, it was a personal favorite of mine. I just, I love the chaos. I love the, can I swear? Absolutely. I love the absolute zero fucks given attitude. I love that. It's that that's, I love the challenge it is to your brain to listen to their music. I mean, I, I love that stuff. That's what I grew up on, on Sonic yeah. Youth and noise, you know, noise punk and experimental music. And I don't think there's enough of that anymore people want everything packaged so nice and neat and poppy and they want to be able to sing along with the lyrics so for me that was a a highlight um there was a lot of great shows we missed on wednesday unfortunately because we flew in yesterday Mm -hmm. um and there's a a lot of great shows uh, tonight and tomorrow that we want to check out um Chris is pulling some of those up there. Yeah, I was like, I, I was so looking forward to seeing Mary Timoney plays Helium because I never got to see her back in the day, and I was a Helium fan in the nineties. So I was disappointed about it. I know Lilas, you've seen X Hex play. I've seen so X Hex play, so that was amazing. Right? So we're really looking forward to Bat yeah. Fangs. Yeah, yeah, yeah we we'll see Bat Fangs for sure. Yeah, and uh, I saw them last night. Oh yeah, that's right. You're Thank saying you that. Know, yeah, it's it awesome. Yeah. I bet. Eh? Um, yeah, I mean, there's so many bands I want to see. I saw, so there's this Quebec City band called Victim. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of this band? I was I researched them a little bit when I was uh, looking up all the slide acts. I, I saw them at Ottawa Explosion, and they blew my mind. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if you have a chance to see them, uh, yeah, I can't even describe. Passive. I can't even describe was it, it. Passive, we caught last night at the, yeah, the Palomino. Passive, that was yeah. a great show, too. I really yeah. liked that one. Really good d- drummer. I just I love watching her play yeah, drums. Yeah, it was a really solid two-piece. Like, just incredible sound. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and friends of ours are playing uh, tonight as well, Scattered Clouds from Ottawa at the Palomino, who are amazing. And, um, and Boyhood as well. Uh, she has a new record out that's out tomorrow, today or tomorrow, I think. It's called uh, Bad Mantras, okay. if I'm not mistaken. And uh, it was just premiered on a blog last week, and I love it. It's great. Her first record's awesome. I don't know if you had a chance to hear I, that. I've but never heard of Scattered Clouds. Do you know where she's from? Uh, oh, there's Scattered Clouds and then Boyhood. Boyhood, Boyhood is, is the new, uh, is uh, Kaylee's new record. Okay. Um, but they're both, like, they're from the same, they're both from Ottawa, and they're, like, okay. in the same circles. Okay. Um, so, but, but both bands are great. And I th- I, I'm pretty sure I'm trying to think of when Boyhood's playing. It's either tonight or tomorrow. And oh, of course, we're playing with Moths and Locusts tonight too, which I'm really excited about. Yeah, that's gonna be a good. Yeah, show. I've never seen them, so I've known Dave Reed for a long time, but uh, pretty excited about that. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's so much, right? I know we're 
obviously. Yeah, we're going to be running stuff, in but... ten different directions at once tonight, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. That's what happens. Yeah, and it, sometimes you can't like at these festivals. You can't get too stressed about if you you know running around and missing stuff. You have to also just let it roll and just go with the flow. And if somebody says like last night, Don said Palomino. We're like, okay, we'll go to Palomino. And we went and you know we got passive. I never heard of them, and that yeah. was really fun to see. Yeah. And you just you just roll with it, right? Definitely. And that's you know you, you have sort of loose goals, but don't get too hung up on it if you don't make make shows in time. That's that the way I look at it. Absolutely the right philosophy. When I first yep. started coming, I had everything circled in. I was on a clear path. Yeah. And I have since changed my ways to just kind of. Yeah. Go with the flow. Yeah, because it stresses you out. Yeah. yeah I, I've I've been to South by a couple times, and I tried to do that, and it just stresses you out. Yeah. And then you're you're bummed because you miss something, and then you miss something else, and your friends say, "Oh, you should have been at this thing," and then you're just like, "Ah, <laughs> just go with the flow and yeah. just enjoy what's going on at the moment in the moment, right?" Absolutely. Yeah. So, what does the rest of 2018 have in store for Expand Plus? Uh, I guess the our sort of plan is to get this album out. Yeah, we'll probably. I'm thinking we'll probably release a new song ahead of it. Yeah, and probably a, a single. On it. Uh, I'd like. Yeah, a video would be fun. Yeah, we haven't done a video for a while, and we do that ourselves too. We like just doing the shooting it and editing ourselves. We're pretty DIY. Yeah, yeah I guess that's um, something to mention to the listeners out there that don't know. You guys have produced mm-hmm. all the songs that you've released yourselves, right? Yeah, we do all the recording ourselves All and the artwork, as was mentioned Yeah Super cool Yeah it, That it, punk rock DIY aesthetic Yeah, it, it feels like a challenge sometimes to do it all yourself Including, like, shooting videos and editing videos But it's so satisfying And there's, I mean, there's a lot to be said for collaborating with people, too Like, that's, that's obviously a lot of fun mm-hmm. But we sort of collaborate with each other So, um, yeah, it's, it's fun doing the DIY thing, I think um, Are you planning on touring the album after you release it? We've got some stuff planned. Uh, we've got a bunch of shows pl- planned. I wouldn't call it a big uh, tour, mm-hmm. but um, East Coast. We're definitely going to the East Coast and Southern Ontario, and of course Ottawa. And uh, what am I missing? Yeah, that's that's sort of we'll, we'll be in the sort of eastern part of Canada. Right on. Um, I'm not sure when we'll be back out west, but. We'll see. It's fair. It's tough to get all the way out here. It's expensive, you know, and it's yeah. funny because even if you drive, everyone thinks, oh, flying is such a luxury. It's like, it's almost cheaper than driving now. <laughs> you I, know? Like, I, I am very fortunate to walk to work yeah. when I got my car and drove down here, and I just could not believe. It's just a little Civic. Yeah. It's 60 bucks to put gas in it. Yeah. I, I just, it's oh, crazy. What? Yeah. It's crazy, and I mean, if you're in a van or a bigger vehicle to haul gear and try and go across this country, I don't know how bands do it. I can't imagine. Oh, yeah. we're, we were talking about this yesterday too. It's like everything's more expensive than when I used to tour a lot, but you're pretty much paid the same. Yeah, <laughs> makes no sense. <laughs> like, really, yeah. bands' income hasn't changed much in 20 years. Yeah, that's so. Still, sad. there's still you know whatever. Yeah, folks out there, if you're doing it for the money, don't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got to do it for the love of it, for sure. Absolutely. Okay, well, I'm going to say that that is about it for the, the standard sort of questions. Did we miss anything? Is there anything you guys wanted to talk about? Uh, I don't think so. I think we covered all the yeah. key stuff. Okay, right yeah, on. that's good. Well, I have a rapid-fire group of questions here for you, and right. um, I'll preface it by saying it doesn't need to be rapid. You guys can take your time okay. and uh, be long-winded if you need. Okay. 
Um, but we'll just start and see what happens. Okay. So my first question is, what album sparked your love of music? <laughs> um, <laughs> you, you must have an answer because well, you're laughing. <laughs> for me, uh, yeah. I had an older sister who introduced me to a, a lot of music, but before I was old enough and she was old enough to sort of introduce me to anything cool, I was uh, a big Air Supply fan, nice. <laughs> uh, which is kind of uh, weird because right now, I guess you can hear Air Supply almost everywhere uh, because of the new um, Deadpool movie. But uh, yeah, That's back right. when I was uh, a little nine-year-old, uh, that that got me going. And, and I loved Duran Duran and Elvis Costello and sort of all that new wave that came out uh, Bowie in the you know 70s and 80s so that's what really got it started for me mm-hmm. um, uh, you know and then I sort of got into punk and goth and but I like everything so but that yeah air, air supply that's nice <laughs> the, the album that got you into music or your first album is never that's never a cool no. record anyone who says that the first album they ever you know listen to that they groove to that they were like totally obsessed with it was a cool album is a liar yeah sorry <laughs> uh chris um i think the first my earliest recollection of a record that was mine that i played a lot that i think really formed my love of pop music was a looney tunes record one of those ktel compilations Sweet. i just i just played that thing i still have it actually i played it like crazy and it was a real eye-opener for me because i had an uncle and my parents are really into music too and I had an uncle who was a record collector and he would say okay well all of these songs were actually written by these other people and it was like a doorway into all this stuff yeah you it know? was a great so. great artist like you know Sam the Sham and yeah, like like Little Red Riding Hood, Lee Dorsey. They had all those great. Yeah, Lee Dorsey and yeah. I mean, not. I mean, it's taken me years and years and years to get into all these different artists. But that was that's when I was a kid. I that was that Looney Tunes record. And then the next thing I think would I would say was would be Kiss Destroyer. But that's such a cliched answer because so many kids were I don't know that I know were influenced by Kiss because it was this weird thing. (laughs) But uh, and you know when I got Destroyer, I was pretty excited. I think I was ten years old. Nice. Uh, what's your current musical obsession? Um, well, we have For me, I'm really bit. sort of getting back into sort of psych rock roots like Mundo and 13th Floor Elevators and but then I, you know, I have a harder edge to Death Grips, um, back to Sonic Youth as well, sort of noise um, noise punk or noise post-punk noise music mm-hmm. is, is great um we yeah we so went much to see the breeders recently yeah too. went to see the, the breeders they've always amazing. been a favorite That's of cool. mine yeah they really i would say i met kim deal when i was 20 i think and i, I was blown away and she's so nice and that was another thing that really wanted you know i really wanted to get into music because back then there weren't a lot of girls in bands right like yeah for sure kim gordon and Kim Deal, all the Kims, yeah. all the Kims got, Kim Shattuck. Kim, yeah, they all got it going. So, yeah. so that was really cool to see that um, these these women could go out there and uh, make a mark. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. And I would say my one of my biggest obsessions it has been for a long time is uh, Will Oldham, Bonnie Prince Billy. Nice. Got to see him a couple of weeks ago in Burlington, Vermont. Yeah. I found out he was playing at this place a friend of mine told me and I was like oh I really have to go like I have to I just can't pass this up yeah I got to see him many years ago but uh, he doesn't come around very often so I was pretty excited yeah to see that cool yeah yeah 
Burgers or pizza? Burgers. Oh my god, that's so tough. I think I have to go to pizza. How do you take your coffee? Black. Uh, cream. What's the best movie you've seen recently? What oh, we do uh, in the shadows. Uh, yeah, that was a great one. Uh, it was the Blade Runner. Oh yeah. Twenty forty nine. Yeah. That was yeah, like yeah. watching a painting come to life. It was beautiful. Yeah. That was really good. Yeah. Alcohol Agreed. or marijuana? Oh, beer for sure. Oh. Yeah, alcohol. What's the best thing to happen to you on stage? In the past? Or it does it doesn't need to be expand to fuzz, but if you got an expand to fuzz story. What's the best thing that ever happened on stage? For me, I haven't been around that long <laughs> to have anything <laughs> great happen. Well, you know, I, I don't know. For you, me. you always think about the, the bad, weird things that happen on stage. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> I don't know if you think about the good things. Well, I'm trying to think well, about the why good why things. Why don't we shift the question to what's the worst thing to happen on stage then? Oh, my entire pedal board uh, died mid-song, mid-show. Uh, mid um, that was great. Yeah, especially for you guys. Like, yeah. what yeah. do you do there? Yeah, you just sort of uh, ended the set. <laughs> beg the sound guy to like play something. Yeah. One time I, when I was in the band, the stand, the stand GT, uh, Doug, the guitar player, used to kneel in front of his amp a lot and play. And one time, he like the stage was just sort of moving, and his head fell off his Marshall cabinet and hit him in the head and knocked him out. <laughs> Knocked him out? <laughs> yeah, he was out. Oh, <laughs> he, oh, he, he ran over to him, and he, he kind of like was like, whoa, and he, he got up, and he, he kept playing after a few minutes, but he was like, oh, cool. It was so Holy funny. Holy jeez. Yeah, like, I haven't oh, fallen God. off a stage yet, but I've seen that a lot, too. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's dangerous for sure, depending on the stage you've been on. Because yeah. when I was young, too, I jumped on the stage. It was made up of... Uh, pieces of wood put together it was like very sloppily put together and, and as i came down and i jumped the the stage moved and i tore ligaments of my knee so that was that wasn't fun yeah yeah anyway. yikes yeah <laughs> the hazards of <laughs> yeah. live performing uh how many pets do you have and what are their names well, i have one his name is ike and he's a dog uh, well, I think he's a cat, actually. He's a dog cat. <laughs> yeah. he, he's a dog body, but cat personality is really odd little guy. Um, I don't have pets at the moment because I had two cats that lived to be quite old, and they, they passed away recently. So I'm kind of, as uh, Lenny and Charlie, they were brothers at rescues, and I'm still trying to wrap my head around getting another pet. Like, I'm yeah. a cat lover. Yeah. Um, so, I, I, yeah, I've just been taking some time before I jump back into the pet that's ownership fair. thing. Yeah. That's fair. That's a yeah. that's a necessary. You got to you got to grieve a little bit. For sure. Can't and just like replace it with another one. Yeah. Pretend it didn't happen. Yeah. I've been grieving longer than I probably should. It's healthy, but uh <laughs> anyway, yeah. That's the way it goes. <laughs> uh what's the strangest job you've ever had? Oh, I used to be a blackjack dealer. That's at, strange. Yeah, I used to I dealt blackjack for 3 years. At, you know those moving exhibitions that go from town to town, like they have the CNE in Toronto and Ottawa has one as well. So I used to deal blackjack there, and then I had a, a boyfriend at the time whose dad used to rent out um, gambling equipment. So I used to deal blackjack for him too. I think that's the weirdest job I've had. It's not it's a weird, weird job, but it's, it's kind of cool actually. Yeah, it is kind of <laughs> cool. Uh, mine is probably picking thistles out of a strawberry field. And as a kid, I, I had uh, yeah, it was horrible. That that sounds awful. It was awful. Like sun beating down in this dusty field of little strawberry plants, and I had to pick thistles. Yeah. Uh, if you could open for any artist on the planet, who would it be? 
Well, for me, it would be the breeders. The, I, just Kim Deal is just such a big um, influence on me. So I would love to play with them if I get get over the stage fright and the absolute terror of playing in front of your idols. Uh, you know, I, I recently, not to digress, but I recently saw this thing an interview with them and they asked about being a super fan and I love Kim Deal's answer because she's like yeah when I'm a super fan I can't I can't approach the person I just sit in the corner and look down and I thought oh my god that's so amazing because that's I think that's what I would do if Kim Deal was in my face I'd be like I can't say anything (laughs) yeah that's a good answer actually I would say the cramps but that will never happen and I'm so sad Nick Knox just died too last week and the breeders will happen Yeah, <laughs> you never know. Yeah, I'm so happy the breeders are playing again. These are so good. Uh, Beatles or the Stones? Stones. Stones. What was your favorite childhood toy? I had a pair of roller skates I got for my 10th birthday. I loved those roller skates so much. I used to skate up and down the street, oh God, for hours and hours and hours. Begged my mom for those roller skates, so when I got them, I was just—it was the best thing ever. And then you became a roller derby. And I, yeah, I loved jammer. roller skating so much. I used to, I played derby for seven years. Nice. Roller derby for seven years. That's awesome. Yeah. Lila just retired recently. Yeah, actually. I retired yeah. a few years back. Yeah. Um. That's what's my favorite toy. I was really into like building things like Lego and models. Yeah. Not not that's not very uh, exciting, but yeah. But I think that's yeah. probably one of the most common answers. Yeah. Who didn't Lego. Love Lego. Yeah, everybody loved Lego. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you're a guy or a girl. You loved Lego. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, what's the best Canadian city to play? My favorite's Quebec City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say St. John's. I haven't been across a lot of Canada, but I loved it. Playing there was fun. Nice. Yeah, it was really fun. What's the worst? Newfoundland. Uh, I didn't have a good experience in uh, Prince George, B.C. That no. doesn't surprise me. <laughs> it was not fun. <laughs> when we were at the end of the show, it was, it was a horrible show, and there was a lot of people that I think wanted to fight us. And then as we... This isn't Expanded Fuzz. This is years ago. But mm-hmm. um, as we were leaving, loading our gear out of the club, an RCMP officer drove up and said what are you guys doing here and we we told her and she said you guys should really just get out of town like (laughs) like okay (laughs) (laughs) that's what comes to mind uh for me it would be montreal i'm sorry montreal i love you but wow no luck so far no you're just too jaded now montreal you have to, I don't know, if you, you have that buzz thing attached to you, then maybe Montreal will show you some love. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah. yeah. It's I, too bad. I hear Montreal a lot. I think it is kind of fickle. I, I do think so. It is a wonderful city, though. I oh, love that city. city. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, a great, strong music scene yeah. with an amazing uh, festival in September. The Pop Montreal is yeah. awesome. But it can be tough, yeah. for sure. Uh, give me one of your bucket list items. Uh, I've always wanted to cycle across China. Cool. Or motorcycle like around the world or something. That would be fun. Yeah. Something that is with two good wheels. Cycling. Anything with two wheels. Yeah. I like that idea too. That's a good that's a good plan. I don't I don't think I, I don't know, it's just a lame answer, but I don't really think in terms of bucket lists too much. I feel like I'm one of those people that don't like I just think about I'm gonna have lots of time to do stuff which is I know not a good way to live (laughs) but uh, yeah I'm like I'm bad for that Uh, I gotta do this have that laissez-faire attitude like it I don't know Um, yeah that's a tough one I don't really have anything that comes to mind okay that's cool that's cool what's your favorite road trip album 
There's a couple that come to mind when uh, I toured a lot. We used to listen to Super Chunks on the Mouth, so I think about road tripping with that one. Uh, Buffalo Tom's Let Me Come Over, the first Cracker album, I think, and uh, I think uh, Paul's Boutique as well. Is a good yeah, one. any Beastie Boys is always good. Yeah. It always gets you up and, and going. Lately, for me, it's been uh, Watcha, uh, Waxahachie, oh, yeah. American God, Weekend. I love yeah. that one. Cool. So, uh, her records are so good. Yeah. Okay, I think I just have one more question for you guys. We've kind of almost covered a little bit. We'll see. We'll see how this goes. If you could hang out with one of your musical idols, would you? I would, if they wanted to hang out with me. I think so, yeah. Um, I, I think it's really difficult because you just you just don't know like they're, they're, they're whoa look at whoa. that whoa we, good thing we're wrapping this up because <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a nasty storm coming dark. in <laughs> um, yeah I just think you know you're always worried that your musical idol is not going to be an, a person I mean not not that, that they're not a nice person but you just don't get along with I, them I right? found yeah, generally like, so. for the most part yeah. most people are good you know most yeah, people are good yeah. and friendly and as long as you're genuine yeah um, yeah I think I would too. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's put an end to it because yeah. the rain has started. Yeah. Um, we're gonna play a song for you guys. Do you have one in mind that you want us to play? Uh, I like Who Heads. Yeah, I was I gonna say Who Heads, heads too. Is good last of the Last of the Who Heads. Here it is. Thank you so much for joining me on Inside the Air Studio. Thanks for having us. Thanks. Yeah. Take care. And all the best. You too. Okay, let's get out of here. Whoa.
Cups and Cakes Presents is produced by Jeff McCallum. The featured track was played with permission from Expandafuzz. Undercurrents from Atlantis Jazz Ensemble's album Oceanic Suite is the background music throughout the entire episode. Oceanic Suite is available through Ottawa's Marlowe Records. Find out more at marlowrecords.com. Inside the Art Studio is one of many ways the Cups and Cakes Network highlights Canadian music. Visit our website, cupsandcakespod.com, to browse our audio, video, and written content. That's cups, the letter N, cakespod.com. Thanks for listening.